You're listening to the Affirmation Addict Podcast with Pyle Corley. This podcast will teach you about the power of affirmations while making manifestation easy and accessible for you in order to enhance your spiritual consciousness. Thank you so much for being here. And now it's time to get started. Welcome back to the Affirmation Addict Podcast. My name is Pyle, and today I'm talking about three different identity shifts I have been able to make in the past 30 days. So this is all stemming from um, just like a new sense of clarity. And I feel like I've talked about this new sense of clarity multiple times, but I got such a recent wave of clarity. I recorded a whole episode on it and I was sharing the fact that getting clarity, I think is one of the most underrated things on the manifestation journey. And ever since I have gotten clarity, I feel like so much has changed for me. So the three identity level shifts I'm talking about are I started to wake up early, like happy and alert and in a good mood, not just kind of groggy, like refreshed. And then um, I stopped procrastinating. I became consistent. I stopped procrastinating. I've been better at just getting things done. And then the last one, and honestly, I was deciding which one to share because there's so many, but I'm going to say I'm learning how to fully embrace the present moment and become patient more so. And I'll share a few different philosophies and things that have helped me on each of these. But one of the biggest things that helped me change and actually shift these, because to be honest, I have been working on all of the above for years. I've asked Tom, he used to be in the military and used to wake up at 4am and I tried so hard. And for like a week or two, I was able to wake up with him, but then never could actually sustainably do it, or I would feel exhausted. And then um, for procrastinating, I think it's one of those things I've always done it. I've always been someone who works well under pressure, works well under pressure, air quotes for sure, um, loves doing things at the last minute, and just can work on a deadline. So when I know I have enough time, I'm like, why now? Why would I get ahead? Um, But as I've run my own business, one of the problems in that is I am always behind. And when people are asking me for things, um, me being behind makes them behind and messes with them. When it's only me who's being impacted, fine which is how it used to be. But I really, it really started getting to me when I noticed people on my team getting impacted. And that's what really started to kind of be like, okay, you've got to get in the shape and I'm not perfect yet. Um, And honestly, one of them being the podcast, asked my podcast producer, Taryn, I literally will send her an episode the day before it has to get scheduled. And for her to get that video up, get that audio edited by someone else, that is so much work for her. She has a family. So it just didn't feel good. And I was like, I couldn't shake it though. I've been dealing with this for at least a year, even as it is impacting my team. And I finally just got clarity as to what my root issues were. So no more procrastinating, becoming more consistent. And then the last one is being present in the now. This is something I think we all hear. We all know we can probably use more of, but how do you actually do that? What does that actually mean and feel like? And This triggered for me when we traveled, like the whole world, right? We traveled a bunch this year. 
And then I went through this phase. I'm still in this phase of, I have no desire to keep traveling. I want to be home. We've built this beautiful home. We have a beautiful backyard. I want to stay home and enjoy it. And I was so exhausted of traveling, but then I'll go through this cycle where I'll be like, Oh, I wish I was traveling. So it was like, I could never be happy where I was, or like we would get free time. And I would be like, Oh, I'm bored. I wish we could hang out with people. And then now we have like spurts of months where every single night we have a social event. And it's like, I feel like I'm always kind of the grass is greener on the other side in the midst of so many blessings. And I was just tired of not being happy where I'm at right now. And I said this phrase in the last podcast episode too, but it's something that's really been sticking with me. And that is being where your feet are. That is being grounded, being present, being appreciative of the present, even if you are looking forward to other things. And so these are three shifts kind of, I wanted to give you a backstory as to where I've been at with these shifts, because 30 days seems quick, but in reality, I've been working towards them for years, but I made a major approach shift. Like I started approaching these shifts as manifestations. I started approaching them as how I would manifesting my soulmate or manifesting, I don't know, our home. I started approaching these identity kind of level things and less tangible things as manifestations. And it was so powerful. And this is, it was honestly like me proving to myself that manifestation is such a lifestyle. Everything is a manifestation. And when you approach it that way, you are able to move forward through that kind of flow and awareness and reprogramming because everything does have a set of beliefs attached to it. And so that is the biggest shift I made. And This is a plug, but it's with full honesty. I went through the exact kind of process I share with with you in my lifestyle guide, in my step-by-step guide to manifesting as a lifestyle. I made this guide. I'm not sure if you've even heard of it. I don't talk about it on the podcast too much, but I talk about it on my Instagram a lot. It is a digital product. And I basically teach you how to navigate manifestation and make it part of who you are while teaching you little blueprints of how to, what do you do when you feel impatient? What do you do when you don't know how to surrender? And it's very tangible. There's full action plans for every single layer and emotion and kind of situation that comes up on the manifestation journey. So it's jam-packed and it is a 10-step process that helps you shift from the identity level. So I kind of, when I created that guide, I got this idea of like, wait, why don't I use this guide for some of these things? So I went through the guide myself and literally in the past 30 days, I have been able to wake up at 5 or 5.30, 90% of the days. Like for example, today I actually woke up at 6.30, but it wasn't because I wanted to say I could. It was because I finally found out that I love having way more time in the day because with our lifestyle, Tom has always slept a little bit earlier, but I come from a family who we sleep at midnight or 1am. And I think that's very normal in Indian culture for the most part. We are not early risers as a culture. And I was like, well, I feel like I'm not spending enough time with Tom because during the day we're both doing our thing. And I was like, well, maybe I can try waking up early. And as I tried waking up early, I loved it, but I could never actually keep doing it because it still felt from a place of force. 
And then once I did it, I was like, wait, I love the peace and quiet I feel at 4 a.m., 5 a.m. And selfishly, and no offense to anyone in my life who's listening, but most people in my personal life do not wake up that early. So it actually feels like such a good relief because I'm not getting distracted by texts or phone calls from people I love. Um, It just feels like my world is quieter, not the world, because time zones, but it feels like my world is a lot quieter at that time. And we have a pretty busy lifestyle. So that peace and quiet, um, like I can't explain it, but it felt so serene that it was such a motivator for me. So I finally understood my why behind waking up at 5am. And that's what I teach you in the guide is how do you find your unique why? Because manifestations, a lot of the time, you might be doing all the right things. You might be saying affirmations. You might be doing the right actions. Like for me, setting an alarm at 5 a.m. You might be doing all those things, but the reason it's not actually shifting is because you're not clear as to why you want that shift. We are so clouded by other people's opinions, beliefs, stories, because we're so connected, which is beautiful, right? Social media and podcasts and books allows us to deep dive into people's life. However, when we have that much information at hand, we forget to turn on our own volume. We forget our information that we're putting out and who are we and why do I want to wake up at five? Is it because the 5 a.m. club sounds cool or is it because I feel so much peace and I can actually meditate because I'm not getting distracted and it feels refreshing and it feels like a different energy than waking up at seven. And people have always said that and I thought they were being dramatic, but until I experienced it and realized that that is what I craved, that made such a difference for me personally. And so the main shift for me was approaching this as a lifestyle, as manifestation as a lifestyle, not approaching it as a goal to be checked off or something to be kind of like be more productive because a lot of these are kind of productivity oriented. Well, two of them, like waking up early can be seen as a productivity hack and so can, um, I just blanked on what it was. Oh, so it can not procrastinating and being consistent. However, these are also fundamental to me in becoming the best version of who I can be. And once I reprogrammed and decided that waking up earlier, being more consistent and being more present allows me to tap into my higher self and work qualities of my higher self, it made that pathway of manifesting it so much more clear to me. Because I think we have certain goals like like the ones I'm sharing, right? Being more consistent, but why is it that we always fall off track or why is it that we retreat and can't stay consistent? I think so much of it is because we don't believe it's who we are. I literally tell people I work great under pressure. I will not be getting that to you ahead of time. I show up at 10 a.m. if I'm supposed to show up somewhere at 10 a.m. I do not show up at 9.55 I show up right at 10, maybe 10.01. That was part of who I was and what I allowed my identity to be. But so much of anything we're trying to shift and manifest in our life is a reflection of who we believe we are. So realizing that these external goals I had were actually internal goals was so helpful for me. 
and approaching it as I would any other manifestation. So talking about consistency and procrastination, one big driver, like I already said, was realizing how it was impacting the people around me, but then also realizing how it impacted myself, constantly feeling like I was running out of time or like I wasn't good enough or like I was letting people down or even letting myself down weighed on me. I felt like I kept breaking promises or I kept feeling like I wasn't keeping to my word. And that made me feel less like I had less integrity. And that just started to diminish how I felt about myself. And this trending audio that's going around on Instagram, which I think is so true, is um, one of the biggest ways to boost up your self-confidence is to keep the promises you make to yourself. Hi, beautiful friend. I hope you're enjoying this episode. I wanted to hit pause for 15 seconds and share with you about my spiritual membership I created to help you raise your vibration and manifest with ease. I created a ferment so you can have access to all, and I really mean all of the spiritual tools you need to step into your higher self and watch your dreams manifest with ease. If you're really ready to dive into your spirituality and connect with your highest self, I invite you to join the Affirmate membership. More details are in the show notes if you're interested. And now let's jump back in. If you reflect on it, right, you say you're going to do something, do it. Not only to other people, but for yourself. If you say you're going to, I don't know, like wash your hair for girls. I, I'm, I don't know if it's just me, but like, It is a task to wash my hair. I have long hair that I have to let it dry and I have to make sure I'm not like going anywhere that same night sometimes. So it is such a thing. And sometimes I get lazy and I don't want to wash my hair. But it's like when I actually say I'm going to wash my hair and then I do it, I feel so good. And I think that it comes with both sides, right? Now, I'm not saying make your to-do list like 50 items long and make sure you do every single one of those. It's like, have an awareness of what your capacity is and then also stick to that capacity and try and meet that capacity first before you expand. Secondly, a little sidebar, um, as we talk about to-do lists, one thing that's really helped me is calling it a manifestation list or what I'm manifesting today because your words make such a difference. Feeling like it's a to-do list makes it feel like, oh, here's one more kind of area where my time and my energy is going to be diverted. But when you call it a manifestation list, it's almost like allowing for unknown and divine things to kind of help intervene and carry it through. And I actually learned this from Manifestation Babe, I think is the first person I saw talk about this, Um, Catherine Zinkina. And she's amazing. Love her. And I think that shift is so helpful for me because it makes such a big difference in the way that you actually move forward and carry through and do things rather than feel like it's all I have to do it. It feels like you're supported along the journey. So that is another way. And I love it because it plays into affirmations. It plays into being intentional with your words. Instead of me writing, go to work or do work, I write create because my work is creative and getting clear and getting intentional with that has not only helped me with my procrastination and consistency issues, but it's also made it more fun for me. 
So just a little sidebar on that. But that's really where with consistency and procrastination, I learned that keeping promises to myself was just as important as keeping promises to others. And this is where your ethics and your integrity come. And it reminds me of the quote of who are you when no one's watching? No one is watching you when you say you're going to do something and you don't do it that you are watching you and that creates a level and a kind of damper in your relationship with yourself if you keep not making those promises to yourself or if you keep kind of pushing your own self off. And I learned that very recently because I feel like I am pretty pretty disciplined, not very disciplined, but I mean, I'm married to Tom and he is full military man, most disciplined person I've ever met. Like he is a type of guy who works out on vacation, we'll wake up at 5 a.m. when we're in different countries and we'll always do what he needs to do to take care of him. And I respect that so much and I feel like it is a way of feeling so at peace with yourself and ultimately in this life, we only have ourselves. Like, yes, we have relationships, but also your relationship with yourself is really the most important. And this is an example of living that. So that is another identity shift I've made. And these little tidbits once again, approaching it like manifestation. What's my why? Why do I not want to keep procrastinating? Why do I want to be more consistent? For me, I didn't want to let my team down, but I also don't want to let myself down. I wanted to be consistent because I know how good I feel when I am consistent. That was my motivator. And lastly, for being where my feet are, being here in the now, that identity shift, the motivation behind that for me was I was just tired of looking forward or looking back. And I already touched on this a little bit, but I'm recently starting to learn. And I think we've all heard this, right? The only moment you have is now. Life is in the present moment. Like this moment right here, right now, it's all we have. And I haven't really wrapped my brain around that, like in context of the grand scheme of things. I feel like I know it. I understand it. But realizing like the depth and the profoundness of that statement and like the truth behind that statement is something that is really coming to me in recent times where it's like, this is all we have. Like the a quick moment where, I don't know, you're looking into the, the eyes of someone you love or you're hugging a child you love. Like that moment is that moment. And the amount of love you feel in that moment, that's that. And you move forward. And I always kind of talk about this concept where I think we as a society live our life based off of milestones, right? You have a baby, you are a baby, and then you walk and you take your first step and you go to school and then you graduate and then you get a job and you get married and you have kids and then you repeat that cycle, right? Our life is built off of and celebrated through these milestones, looking at these milestones. And when you look at it, say we have 10 milestones or even 20 milestones in our entire life. Say on average, we live 75 years, 10 days, say those milestones are an entire day, even though most of those milestones are moments, right? Graduation, hour long ceremony, taking your first step as a baby, 10 seconds. So many of these are actually momentary moments that we are living and basing our life around and we have 75 years or even 60 years of life, that is less than 1%, not even probably an entire percent of your life. And 
I didn't want to continue living my life that way because I noticed I would get into that pattern of looking forward to my next trip or looking, thinking about whenever I do have kids and thinking about that. I was like, why can't I just be happy where I'm at? Like, this is where I want to be. Or even if it's not where I want to be, what part of this reality and this current version and this current moment is how I want. And it has felt so life-changing to just be here and not assign meaning and get too frustrated with having a very busy schedule and then having free time, not assigning much meaning if things aren't going the way I wanted to and I have to readjust and pivot. It is so freeing to just be where you are. And I've actually taken so much inspiration from um, just like very successful celebrities and athletes and realizing that like, I think a lot of even my audience has always been like, well, I want to be famous and I want to make a lot of money and I want to be a celebrity or I want to be a professional athlete. And it's like, we want to get to that milestone, but okay, fine. Say you do get to that milestone. What actually changes? And not saying you shouldn't have those goals. If that is a true desire of yours, let it be. But I think we build up and we live our life so future looking or past kind of dwelling that we don't actually realize that right here, right now, this is the moment. Like I normally like don't like setting up for my podcast, right? Like I don't like setting up my camera because it takes forever to upload. But like all of a sudden we found a new software that works and we figured out a new system and I'm so excited. And this is going to help me on my consistency journey. So it's just beautiful to like find the little moments. I know I'm rambling and I'm not fully making sense, but it's so beautiful to just be where you are and be in this moment and like realize like the magnificent magic that this moment can hold. Like there's so much potential in every single moment and like being here even momentarily what a play on words, sorry. Being here even for a second makes such a difference and dropping in for a quick second is so transformational. So it has changed like the way I navigate my day day life because I think I would always feel like a culmination of multiple heavier emotions. But now that I'm just like where I am and I'm not getting as triggered by the people I love, I'm not getting as angry when things don't go as I plan or I'm not getting like sad if things are not working out or I'm working towards something and it's actually not working well. Like one I don't feel those heavy feelings. And two, things are actually turning around so much better and working out so much better for me. So it is such a win-win. So feel free to borrow these identity shifts. If these resonate with you, if these are things you're working on, maybe go through and approach it as you would any other manifestation. And if you need kind of my approach, you can always purchase my guide. It is $67. I will link it in the show notes for you. You get instant access and you get lifetime access. Um, but it is so thorough. It has really, really been everything I've learned over the years and plopped into one place and very to the point, no fluff. So if you want my help, my approach, feel free to buy that. You might love it. And then if not, just maybe think about what identity level shifts do you want to see in yourself and start by just getting really clear on why you want those shifts. And 
challenge your responses. Keep challenging your responses until you have the shifted feeling of, oh yeah, this is my reason and it's my reason alone, not anybody else's because your reason will be very different and it will come to you even if it's the same overall meaning or same vibe of a reason, the way you put it into words is going to be different than anyone else, including myself, can explain it to you. So find your unique way of explaining why you want certain identity shifts. And that in itself can take time. So focus on that before you dive forward. So I hope this episode was helpful. I know we went on lots of different sidebars and tangents, but these are truly identity shifts I've made. Oh, one thing, um, one thing that did help me waking up early was getting a sunrise alarm clock. I got one that was Wi-Fi free. So no Wi-Fi because we turn off our Wi-Fi at night and it doesn't like mess up when we travel. So I will link that in the show notes too. It helps me so much. And I think like understanding about my hormones and like all of those things, it helps like gently wake you up. And so I love it. I hope this was a helpful episode and thank you for being here as always. And I will see you next week. Bye. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If this episode resonated with you, it would mean the world to me if you can rate, interview the podcast and share it on your social media. So I know to keep creating episodes that are inspiring you to manifest. I'm so genuinely grateful for the time we shared today. And I'd love for you to join the community by following at Affirmation Addict on Instagram. To continue diving into spirituality and manifestation, head over to my website, affirmation-addict.com. Until next time, I'm sending you so much love and so much healing energy. 